life is busy, and sometimes it's hard to get everything in, including this walk. If you struggle with this, my sponsor, Factor Meals, can help. And in just a moment, I'm going to tell you how to get 50% off at factormeals.com. Every meal is fresh, never frozen, and they only take two minutes. Meals like artichoke and spinach chicken with roasted zucchini and tomato butter. This one was one of my favorites. And it was ready in two minutes. No shopping, no prepping, no cooking, no cleaning up. It's getting warmer. The weather is an invitation to head outside and walk more. You don't want to be inside making meals. Head to factormeals.com slash walking50. Use code walking50 to get 50% off your first box plus 25% off your next month. That's code walking50 at factormeals.com slash walking50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. When you're out walking, it is important to stay hydrated. And it's important to have water that is healthy, that you actually want to drink. And can I tell you how much I love my AquaTrue water? It's amazing. By the way, in just a moment, I'm going to tell you how to save 20% off at AquaTrue.com. Are you aware of the research by the Environmental Working Group that indicates virtually every home in America has harmful contaminants in tap water? Well, the AquaTrue purifiers are able to remove 15 times more contaminants than ordinary pitcher filters and are specifically designed to combat chemicals like PFAs in your water supply. My sponsor, AquaTrue, comes with a 30-day money-back guarantee, and today you'll get 20% off any AquaTrue purifier. Just go to AquaTrue.com, that's A-Q-U-A-T-R-U.com, enter the code WALKING when you check out. That's 20% off any AquaTrue purifier when you go to AquaTrue.com and use the promo code W-A-L-K-I-N-G. Day five in Washington, D.C. Welcome to Walking is Fitness. This is a podcast of action, providing a little extra motivation to help you keep that fitness promise you made to yourself. Hi, I'm Dave. I've been walking for fitness since 2013, averaging about 21,000 steps a day. I'm walking right now and would love to have you join me for the next 10 minutes. Right now on Pennsylvania Avenue, right across from the White House, So if you've been listening this week, we've done the United States Capitol tour, the east side on day one, west side on day two, along with the National Mall. Day three, the museums of the Smithsonian. You could spend a month going through those museums, and they're free, which is great. Day four, yesterday, was the Washington Monument, and today, the White House, Pennsylvania Avenue. Again, this word that I keep using over and over and over, iconic, perhaps the most iconic structure in the U.S., if not the world. You see a picture of the White House and you instantly know what it is. And of course, the security around the White House is huge. They recently, over the last handful of years, have 
put up a new fence, security fence, much taller than the original fence. People kept jumping it. And while they were constructing the fence, they had a temporary barrier that put you almost on the other side of Pennsylvania Avenue. Well, now that the fence is complete, as long as there aren't other security concerns, you can actually go up to the fence and take pictures, selfies, quite a few folks doing that right now. You can, by the way, tour the White House. It is open for public tours, but like everything else, or most everything else, you have to plan well in advance. And I think you actually have to go through your congressional or Senate office to request a pass. And those need to be requested anywhere from 21 to 90 days in advance. I'll have a link, by the way, in the show notes to the White House Visitor Center, and you can get all the information. In fact, links for everything that I've talked about are in the show notes for each episode. So if you are thinking of coming to D.C. and doing a walking tour and visiting some of these iconic structures, uh, there's some resources there that you can plan in advance. Again, I've been saying this all week. Washington, D.C. is one of the most walking, friendly cities on the planet. It's just a joy to walk through D.C. At least it is for me. Maybe not for everybody, but I have always loved my time here. I've visited the White House, done the public tour three times. First time I was a kid. I don't know how old I was. Lyndon Johnson was the president, and my dad drove us down here. And I'm sure the security and all surrounding that was much looser. And my guess is he just drove up, parked near the White House, and we went in. (laughs) And whatever was open to the public is what we got to see. I, I remember, and I don't know if this is a fragment of memory, but I remember while we were in the White House doing the tour, someone said the president, President Johnson at the time, is on the other side of this door. And I was thinking, oh, well, I think that's cool. <laughs> As a kid. I've done the tour two more times since then. More recently, security and the advanced planning, of course, tremendous both in terms of before you even get to the White House and then the security checkpoints as you're entering into the White House and lots of do's and don'ts. Uh, One year I was here during uh, Christmas season. In fact, I think it was three days before Christmas and got to see the Christmas tree inside. I think it was the the blue room, green room, red room. I got a bunch of rooms named after colors. It was just a fun tour, seeing all the the decorations inside the president's house. And at one point, I'm in the uh, the Christmas tree room. I forget which color it is, blue room, I'll say. And I was looking out the window onto the south lawn. So there's the north lawn, which is what I'm looking at now, which is much smaller. So the distance between the fence and the entrance is you're much closer to the White House as opposed to the other sides. But I was looking out over the south lawn, and I was just curious how thick the windows were. So I started tapping on the window. I was like, oh, yeah, this is really thick. And then I had this thought, there's probably a bunch of Secret Service agents in the basement right now wondering what's going on. I better stop. (laughs) As we were leaving, so you leave at least, I think this is the way they usually do it. You enter into the White House on the south side, and you leave on the north side, and you leave on the north portico and we were standing on the portico and I was just kind of lingering just 
soaking it all in before we left the White House grounds, and I noticed a guy standing next to me. He was wearing an Air Force One jacket. And I glanced at the name. He had his last name on the jacket, and I thought, huh. And later went and looked it up, and sure enough, it was the pilot of Air Force One. It was uh, President Bush, George W. Bush's pilot for Air Force One. And I wish I had known that uh, while I was standing there. I would have said, say hi, but I didn't. I did. So the White House, every president from John Adams on has lived in the White House. George Washington did not. During Harry Truman's presidency, he spent most of his time living in the Blair House, which is across the street here on Pennsylvania Avenue. It's typically where the incoming president spends the night before the inauguration. And usually visiting heads of state will stay at the Blair House. But that's where Harry Truman lived for years because they had discovered that the White House was starting to fall apart. And the walls, the exterior, the structure needed to be reinforced. And the only way they could do that was to remove everything from inside the White House, all the rooms, everything. And you can even see pictures online of the interior of the White House during that time. And it's just this big, empty building with a dirt floor. And you can see bulldozers and construction equipment. So Harry Truman lived in the Blair House, Harry and President Truman and his family. He was still able to work in the West Wing. The West Wing was actually not part of the original White House structure that was built during Theodore Roosevelt's administration. So that's, so every president from Theodore Roosevelt on has used the Oval Office. So when Abraham Lincoln was president, there was no Oval Office. His office was in the main structure of the White House. So also along here on Pennsylvania Avenue, you have the Blair House. Right across the street is the executive office building, which is not technically the White House, but it's part of the White House grounds. And a lot of the executive staff works out of the executive office building and I had never been in there until it was two three years ago I was invited to a function inside the executive office building took advantage of that still had to go through the same security as those times when I've done the White House tour and I don't I don't think the executive office building is open for tours but at least that one day when I was there for a function, something of a mini tour walking through the building into the room where we were gathering. So yeah, Pennsylvania Avenue is where I am right now. Uh, Right across the street from the White House is Lafayette Park. And just on the other side of Lafayette Park is St. John's Church. And I've told this story. I brought my daughter here to Washington, D.C. to see the cherry blossoms. And as we were walking by Pennsylvania Avenue on one end, saw the president, uh, Barack Obama, and his family walking across pretty much right where I'm standing now. Across Pennsylvania Avenue, they went through Lafayette Park to St. John's Church for a Sunday morning service. So here we are, Pennsylvania Avenue, the White House. The crowds are pretty large, people taking pictures. 
I imagine that for most visiting Washington, D.C., this is probably a must-see building and location. And it's part of our walking tour this week as we tour Washington, D.C. together. Hope you're enjoying this. I'll be back tomorrow. That's my commitment to you. I walk every single day. Not every single day in D.C., but at least this week, that's the case. I'll be back tomorrow, and I hope you can join me for another 10-minute walk. Day 6 in Washington, D.C. Where will we be? Join me tomorrow, and you'll find out. Have a great day.